Hey legends, welcome along to Hellmouth Hotline. We are going to get into a little review on the Hammer Collection in this episode. This is a movie called The Horror of Frankenstein. Uh, absolutely love this box set. If you have never checked out any of the Hammer movies, the classic Hammer movies, I would highly recommend you checking out the Hammer Collection. The... The DVD box set of it now is an incredibly uh, inexpensive thing to get your hands on. And if you're relatively new to the whole horror genre now, in all honesty, I'm, I'm a movie nerd, lifelong movie nerd. But horror has never really been my go-to when it comes to sitting down to watch movies, which is... Which is a reason why I wanted to get into this podcast, which is to give me an excuse to get into the the horror the horror genre a little bit more. And if you are similar <clears throat> and uh, you're interested and you've never really gotten into it, the Hammer Collection is a great little easy introduction to it. You know, it's by today's standards, it's not overly gory. Uh, but the stories, the storytelling is absolutely fantastic. And the vast majority of these movies, but you do, in all honesty, you do get the odd plum here and there. But it's it's all subjective to the viewer. And uh, I absolutely love these movies. So let's get into this little review and I hope you enjoy the show. This is... A little movie from 1970 called The Horror of Frankenstein and this one here um, for a lead character in a movie I kind of like there to be a little bit of you know something that you can like about the character even though the character of Victor Frankenstein is a psychotic friggin scientist that's trying to resurrect the dead you kind of want something to be, you know, likeable about him. But the lead character in this, uh, Ralph Bates as Victor Frankenstein, is highly, highly unlikable. Didn't like him in the slightest in this movie. Uh, I found him very, very irritating. But uh, as you get through the movie, you can see why his character is kind of like that. It also stars. Kit O'Mara, Veronica Carlson, Dennis Price, John Finch, Bernard Archard, Graham James, James Hater, Joan Rice. This is getting on the real back characters as well. Um, the monster, in particular, is the highlight of this movie because uh, whenever I <laughs> Whenever I started watching this movie, and I'm the same with pretty much everything that I'm reviewing at the point I sit down and watch it. I don't want to go into it with any spoilers. I want to go into it and just enjoy the movie for what it is. And it's very, I would say over three quarters of the way into the film before you actually get to see the monster. And the monster isn't really scary in this movie. But uh, when I seen who it was, I was just like, 
that face is so flippin' familiar. And it turns out it's Darth Vader himself. David Prowse is Frankenstein's monster in this movie. And uh, of course you're probably sitting thinking to yourself, David Prowse? You recognised his face? How could you recognise his face? It was underneath a mask the whole time. And even in Return of the Jedi, whenever they unmasked Darth Vader, it wasn't David Prowse that was actually playing the unmasked Vader. Well, um, when I was a kid, kind of before my time, uh, well, actually, I think it was before my time, and if not, I was incredibly young, but I can remember my brother saying at one point when uh, I was watching Star Wars, uh, he was like, that's the Green Cross Code Man. And I'm like, who's the Green Cross Code Man? And it wasn't tough. It was actually shown on TV because whenever I was a kid, there was no internet. There was no running and checking things up. If you wanted to find something out, you know, you couldn't like go on to Google and just say, "Hmm, give me my mobile or telephone, man. We will work out what is going on here." So he had told me this for years, the Green Cross Code Man, and I looked it up online. Uh, that's it on TV one night, and it was like an advertisement for children crossing the road. That was called the Green Cross Code. Stop looking, listen when you're crossing the road. And it was this guy, he was kind of like a superhero that turned up. You know, kids would be standing on the side of the street, they're about to cross the road, and we're not really sure how. And this guy would turn up and he had like a superhero costume on him. I do recall it was like green and white, kind of like a Superman sort of thing, but there was no cape. Uh, but he had this like uh, symbol on his chest anyway, and like, you know. Of course, you know what Darth Vader's ball does, so he turns up and, hmm, you want to cross the road? Do you know the Green Cross code? Right, we're getting completely off track here. We're over four minutes into this review, and I haven't got into the film whatsoever. Um, this is a different take on Victor Frankenstein. It, start, it picks up with him as a teenager. Uh, in high school, he's, he's a genius, of course. Um, uh, you find out just how evil a person he is when he kills his own father so he can inherit the title and the fortune to go to university to further his education to figure out how he can actually learn how to uh, resurrect the dead and whatnot. So he, he goes off, learns a little bit more at university, drops out brings one of his college mates back with him, starts setting up in their castle and uh, he gets a guy to go out and start stealing body parts and he starts to build this monster and he has everything, his whole lab set up in a genius way to get rid of uh, unused body parts, he's got like a big vat where he pours in like uh, acid into the top and does away with flesh and stuff that he doesn't need which plays a big part at the end of the movie so eventually he gets the monster built um, along the way he kills different people that find out the secret and what he's doing uh, the grave robber that's stealing the body parts for him he ends up getting into the vat acid poured on gets rid of him and uh, yes he when he does eventually get the monster up and going and 
David Prowse as the monster is hilarious because Frankenstein's monster should be a, a creature that inspires fear in people whenever you see him but David Prowse in all fairness at the time this film was made uh, he was a huge hulk of a man giant tall you know muscular but he was a very very much a pretty boy and he just he did not inspire the fear when you looked into the face of this monster you're just kind of oh you're so flipping cute um but uh yes but then the movie uh victor frankenstein's kind of using the monster to pick people off that are going to out of secret and whatnot. It's actually the grave robber's wife that comes to the castle to figure out where her husband went because uh, as far as she's concerned he went out and just completely disappeared and the last place he was going was the Victor Frankenstein's place for body parts because she was in on it. She was like, she, uh, he was out digging up graves, she was in there to the elbows with him digging up body parts so Victor sends out the, the monster after her and uh, kills her and again later on in the movie escapes, gets out of the the castle, he keeps him locked up in the like a little dungeon down in the basement sort of the thing and the monster escapes goes out in a bit of a rampage again and he ends up getting into this house that he finds in the woods and there's this young girl probably no more than 12 years old and uh, you hear her screaming and the wreckage going on in the house and the, the monster walks out of the house again doesn't kill her, scares the crap out of her, it does hurt her, but uh, she survives her father, uh, gets her, they escape, run away, they're looking for the police and whatnot. Um, at this point, Frankenstein has been rounded up again by Victor, he's brought back into the, the castle and he's, he's in the, uh, the lab with Frankenstein as the police turn up with the father and the young girl. and. Uh, they come and they want to search the place so of course at this point the monster is up in his lab nowhere near the basement where he's going to keep some hidden on it and uh, he, he tries to hide the monster uh, and jacks him to put him to sleep and he's a very smug character Frankenstein in this one and at this stage you know, we're very close to the end of the movie we're like we're mere minutes from it wrapping up and you're kind of like oh, how they're going to do away with the monster here, sort of thing. Because you're kind of thinking at this point, this is they're going to. This is the point in the movie where the juicy they could round up the mob and they would come to the castle and then they would like you know, set fire to something and burn the monster. But while the police are on, they're going to search the place and uh, Frankenstein is like, you know, I've done nothing wrong. You can't search this place without a warrant. And um, you know, he, his whole thing is, you know, he's going to use the law. To get the police out of the castle that he can hide the monster somewhere but uh while he's having the back and forth with the police and the father of this young girl she's messing about with different things in his lab and he's like little girl stop doing that sort of thing and she goes over towards the big vat where he gets rid of the body parts and she's pulling levers and stuff and she pulls this one that tips all the acid into the thing and frankenstein freaks out but he can say nothing because he knows that's where he was hiding the monster at so like his whole 
attempt at stealing body parts and creating the monster and bringing it to life and whatnot is completely undone in a matter of mere seconds by a small child and it's just it's poetic justice at the end of the movie the way it finishes off and uh, it ends off him climbing up over the the vat and looking in and you see all this acid bubbling and whatnot then the two big shoes pop up and start floating on the surface that's where it ends off at and that is again an incredibly vague report on this movie but it is one that's well worth watching don't get me wrong but you know I would have liked the character of Victor Frankenstein in this movie to be a little bit more likeable uh, even though he has a head case and not job just a crazy scientist that you, know, you really shouldn't like but the character of Franken Victor Frankenstein I feel in a way should have a little bit of something you can kind of connect to you know, him being the actual like, lead in the movie. So beyond that there, it's a very good film. I would highly recommend it. Go and check it out. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.